Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. Wednesday morning went down memory lane. What was your favorite costume when you were a little kid? Your favorite Halloween costume? These were great. That's coming up a little bit later on in the podcast. Here we go. Hey, it's Cat and JJ up in the Playhouse. And time for Drunk Adult or Little Kid. You take a scenario and then you go, wait. They could have been a super hammered adult or just a dopey little kid. You mm. figure it out, you win big. Jill is going to play with us this morning. Hey, Jill. How are you, you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Good. Thanks. Things are good in here. What are you doing right now? Are you working? It sounds like maybe you're on the road. No, it's my, my day off. So I pulled to the side of the road like earlier in the day, earlier on the show you guys talked about. Oh, yeah. I can't okay. believe how many people uh, pull over for the contest that we do, which is great. But if it was me, I'm thinking to myself, if I'm going down the highway right now, like I'm probably just playing on Bluetooth. I, I'm, you know, yeah. I feel like I'm really, really good. I'd at be multitasking. rolling through red lights. <laughs> well, I'd be so excited that well, I'm talking to you guys. We don't oh want God. that. You should, you should see our excitement, Jill. So here it comes, <laughs> drunk adult or little kid. I just ran a red light right now. So I'm going to give you the scenario, and then you've just got to get two out of three right, and we'll make sure you're a winner. All right. So we start with Daniel, Perfect. who had called earlier. This is his dig. I got mauled by a police dog. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did he get mauled by a police dog though, as a drunk adult or a little kid? What do you think? A drunk adult. I would have said drunk adult, oh. too. But, hmm. I mean, do they turn those dogs loose ever on a kid? I don't, it's usually I don't a, think so. I would so. hope not. Like uh, an adult in that suit, right? Those are huge dogs. dogs. Those I, are huge dogs. Aren't you always puzzled when, like, a cop will handcuff, like, a seven-year-old instead of, like... When do you yeah. see this? <laughs> like, on the new... It'll make I the know. News. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Just where Cat oh. lives, apparently. Google. So, Daniel, drunk adult or little yeah. kid here? I was a little kid. Oh my, my dad God. was on the police force no. in a small town in 1998 when they got their first police dog. The people they got the dog from did the demonstration with the guy in the padded suit. Right. My dad took me to watch, and my dad asked if I wanted to try, and I tried to say no because I was only 10, but next thing I know, I was in the suit. I was terrified as that dog latched on. All the other officers were laughing at how terrified I was. <laughs> right. Ultimately, I got the last laugh, though, because I pissed all through their padded suit ah, from sheer terror. There it yeah. is. <laughs> right. Like Tinkle Revenge. All right. 0 for 1. Got to run the table here to make it a winner. This is Heather. We got to figure out what's going on in her life. I licked the face of a boy I had a crush on. Why Ooh, not? Why not lick the face of a boy you had a crush on? Drunk adult or little kid moment here? Um, Little kid. Okay. I'm going to say... I'm going to say little kid, too. I would have went a little kid as well. Drunk adult or little kid here, Heather? I was a drunk adult. Oh, no! I was in college, and I had a major crush on this frat boy. And my sorority had a mixer with his fraternity. And we were doing karaoke. um, And I got up the liquid courage to ask him to sing Summer Lovin' with me from the Grease soundtrack. Well, towards the end of the song, at the sigh part, I, for some reason, ran my tongue up his face. Yeah, he was so stunned that he stopped singing. And honestly, it was like the whole party stopped. Um, and we never spoke again. Oh, okay. You don't, you don't, well, yeah, you just date a girl like that. You don't marry her. Uh, all right, I'm going to give you a chance for a little retribution. I've got one left. Rob wanted to get his story on. Get this right, and I'm still going to give you the prizes. All right, Jill? <laughs> Sounds good. Rob, tell us what happened here, bud. Oh, Rob, go ahead. I pulled my own tooth. Huh? <laughs> That's his. He pulled his own tooth. I'm going to say little kid right away. I'm saying drunk adult on this one. I feel like it has to be drunk adult because it's common. 
for a little kid, right? Yeah, right. They just try and yank that out, especially if they want to get the tooth fairy money. Yeah. So, Rob, drunk adult, a little yeah. kid. I was a little kid. Oh, my God. Technically, it was my friend. I had a loose wow. tooth. So, I tied a string to my tooth, and my friend took off on his bike, <laughs> and my tooth came out. My friend looked back to see if it worked and didn't notice that he was headed to a telephone pole oh, on his bike. Oh, my God. He hit his head and, ironically, knocked out his own tooth. Let's begin now. I can honestly say, with my hand on a Bible, that I had no candy at all. Anyone uh, else? I had no candy at all. I had wine. But I had no candy at all. Wow. Yeah. Great job. Not one bite. But I did make uh, those mummy-wrapped cheddar brats. Those were freaking good. Pretty good? Yeah. Did you have a lot of kids through? Yeah. Yeah. Our neighborhood gets crazy, but it was almost like it wasn't as crazy as it has been in the past. And it is almost like everybody is like me and forgot it was Halloween yesterday. <laughs> we had surges. I would have like uh, yeah. 10 minutes worth of kids. Then nobody for twenty minutes. And then ten minutes were the kids and nobody for twenty minutes. So my friend Melissa, I have I have wood friends, you know, the people that live in the woods and only use you for your yeah. neighborhood. And I'm fine with that because she brought some delicious wine. And so we were sitting on the couch, we were watching some crazy scary movie, and that with uh Dennis Quaid, where he's like a stalker of a new couple that moves into the house, whatever. But we're talking and it was like I was up and down and up, so I just put everything out on the front step. I'm <laughs> like, I would wave at the parents. Take take the candy. Lazy, I don't care. Lazy fools. But Liam uh, went out with all of his friends, and on every ring doorbell cam that they uh, that wouldn't answer the door, they would say, "Keep being you." Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm I'm only imagining today people are going to start posting it on our Facebook page. What do you go as? He went as like a. It was a fusion. They went under the stairs and just went through all of Derek's costumes oh, and just made is. one <laughs> because his before was a skin suit. Like he had a black skin suit and it, it was too cold. Too cold to be that. So yeah, they just kind of made their own. So uh, outside of drinking a whole bunch of wine for Halloween, anything yeah. else fun happened to you yesterday? I don't think so. Nope. Just kind of went about my business. You're that, going on. That's what I got left. Oh, you have left. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's what I have. That's what I've done so far. That's awesome. I'm 60, uh, almost 61 hours in. So you've only fast. been drinking liquids. That's Just, it. Yep. Only water and black coffee since uh, dinner on Sunday. But nice. and, and I, f- I feel good. I feel like they had said that there'll be a little less brain fog. And I do feel like I'm, I'm operating sharper. Yeah. But here's the bad byproduct. My breath smells like your butt. Nice. No, it's. Hor- the taste I in your mouth. I have to use that microphone after we're done with this show. Uh, we'll wipe That's it down. The fair. taste in my mouth for the last, I don't know. Well, so just before I went to bed last night, I yeah. was like, what is, Why, I, know I, I wonder. Uh, something about, you know, you're just burning up ketones right now for okay. energy right now. And so it's nasty. If anyone has ever done an extended fast, that the taste in your mouth, it is, it's like I'm sucking on a battery. Uh-huh. And then I ate some tin foil and then I drank some sand. Okay. Like I also want to know if anybody out there uses a tongue scraper. Do you have a tongue oh, I scraper? I used to. I used to. I just brush my tongue really well now and then I uh and then I, at the very end of my flossing, uh-huh. I run the floss across my you tongue. You do. And then I rinse and repeat. Okay. 
because like, I want to get one. Yeah, they're good for you. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, you can't, can't imagine how much crap that's uh, stuck on your tongue. Yeah, sometimes so. I'll like look back there and I look like one of those uh, blue whales. You know how they have all the plankton? <laughs> I'm like, jeez Louise, what is happening? What did I eat today? ABC News Chief Medical Correspondent Dr. Jen Ashton. She knows her stuff. And um, she's talking about your fear of clowns. It's not a real thing. About 5% of the general population has a legitimate clown phobia. I understand this is not something you can intellectually explain or reason yourself out of. And there are some theories. One of them, okay, there are a lot of clowns in movies that are evil. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that that can be one sensitizing factor. The other one, though, you can't really tell what the clown's face is doing. Because it's always perma-smile. And Mm -hmm. that inability to know what someone's facial expressions are can generate Fear. That is exactly it. Who is the serial killer clown? Did John he Wayne ruin Gacy. it for oh, That was quick. Did he ruin it for you? That was it? They all ruined it for me. I just, listen, if you're a clown, just stop doing it. I mean, there had to have been a time that you can trace it back. Like, you're not born a racist. You know, there are things along the route of your life that make you that. You're not born scared of clowns. I don't know what oh. it is, man. All right, we got to it. It'd take a pretty good therapist to probably get it out of me. Uh, there is a new TikTok trend, and Gen Z is calling it the bird test. So I don't know if you can completely put stock into this. Um, this is how you know that you're with the person you're supposed to be. Apparently, a lot of people don't know what the bird test is, which I'm sure there's like a better name for it, but that's wild to me because I live and die by the bird test. Ooh. Research has shown the single biggest determining factor in whether a happy relationship will last. When one partner says, oh, that's a beautiful bird outside, does the other partner re- respond with something like wow that is beautiful or do they blow their partner off and ignore the bird <laughs> so you both have to agree or they have to at least acknowledge that you think a bird is is cool or beautiful or whatever if so. i walked into my wife's office today and looked out over our backyard and said that's a beautiful bird mm-hmm. she would hit me with something I actually know the sound she'd do she'd be like mm. yeah right <laughs> it would be a merp <laughs> <laughs> Our Thursday live show is going to be crazy. Jonas Brothers tickets at 6.35. Psychic Kim will be here at 7.35. And at 8.05, we're going to give you a chance to get on the party plane to paradise and go to Mexico with us. It'll be a big show Thursday, so get up early. Right now, let's get you back into the podcast. We're talking about this guy who literally did not even pay attention to a 3.9 magnitude earthquake because he was at Applebee's. Oh, uh, well, I was just slamming some dollaritas up yeah. at Applebee's and that uh, was my <laughs> friends. And it was, a big, it was a big shake. It was only like... <laughs> Probably a couple seconds, but it was real. Everyone like stopped talking. Yeah, it was it was heavy. It was a big one. <laughs> he looked like Freddie Mercury, but his eyebrows. Eugene Levy. He is living his best life. Freddie Mercury. Listen to this guy. An earthquake hit. Yeah. And here's how he responded. Oh uh, well, I was just slamming some dollaritas up at the Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it happened in San Francisco the other day, and he's just uh, giving that colorful interview to the TV station. But that reminded me, I haven't been to Applebee's in years. What a shame. Been a while. Do they still do the two for 20 or the two uh, for 25? I just know they do two for one drinks. What's your favorite dish? Uh, the fajitas at Applebee's. Yeah. The sizzling fajitas. I love the chicken fiesta. It's like a grilled chicken on top of like a bed of rice pilaf. And then it has the cheese and then the crunchies on and top. I don't watch much TV, but are margaritas really just a dollar? Dollaritas. Oh, uh, well, I was just slamming some dollaritas up at Applebee's. <laughs> I want you to make that a goal for yourself at least in the next 30 days. 
go slam some Dollaritas with some girlfriends and send us a picture to our texting because we deserve to highlight you for living Steve's life as he's slamming Dollaritas during an earthquake. And that is what's trending. Oh, well, I was just slamming some Dollaritas up at the Applebee's. Last night, all those cute little kids were coming through. Getting candy. You know what I did say to my wife as she's sitting on the couch drinking wine. Yeah. Hanging out with the dog. And I'm handing out candy. I did notice, and this was great, and I'm going to sound like an old fogey saying this, but manners are not dead. They I would are say not. 99% right. of the kids that came to my door said, thank you. Yep. One girl was carrying, she was Dorothy, uh-huh. and she was carrying around a basket of apples and giving them to people at their homes. So she, she had said, a trick. She had a treat, a treat for us. Yeah, yeah. for me. And uh, and so as I'm watching all these kids parade through our neighborhood, I started seeing what I thought were like the best costumes I thought. Yeah. The best one I that had that came up to my door was this giant minion. Okay. It was. And the an kid inflatable? was. An inflatable? Uh, not an inflatable, but it looked like a foam minion. Okay. And full suit. Oh. Couldn't see their face at all. Could hear them talk through the little uh, mesh in yeah. the front, and uh, we're, there, we're there with a couple other kids. And I go, I, I want to give you candy. I don't know where to put it. They didn't have a, a basket or anything. Uh-huh. And the little arm went out, and he goes, I just put it in my hand. I just throw it in here. So he would grab it and then put it inside <laughs> the minion costume, yeah. so it would fill up from the bottom to the top. That's and funny. I thought that kid's gonna remember that minion costume yeah. his entire life, and it started kind of memory lane opening up for me. And I was thinking about the favorite costume I had as a kid, but I'm a lot older than you. So what was yours? Yours would probably be a little more recent. The favorite one you had. I would have to say the one that my mom made with paper mache. I was the bride of Frankenstein. And so she blew up this huge like oval balloon and then she put the paper mache around it, spray painted it black. And then there was like that white zigzag line right up the middle. And I had to... Make sure that it stayed on because I was part of the little person parade that Anoka does. Like your your elementary school was bust to downtown. And then all the parents and all the big people, they watch you and you are the focus. And it's so fun. And so I, I remember walking and I had to hold my hands like this uh, and not turn too abruptly, but... That was a good one. Our elementary school was about a block away from our middle and high school. Uh-huh. And the kindergartners would be able to go and parade through with their costumes, yeah. the middle and high school. They and did that at Liam's school, too. I thought yeah. that was really, really fun. But I had one, uh, two, two that make a big uh, memory splash for me. Number one, I was so into Star Wars as a little kid. So I was Yoda mm-hmm. one year. And it was the plastic mask <laughs> with the ears. Ouch. You know, with the rubber band on yeah. the back of your head. And... um. You know, looking back now, those were so poorly made, but the, the, the outfit was Yoda's, you know, I don't know, he was green and it was kind of like a plastic baggie or whatever. Uh But then when I got to be maybe like, I thought he wore like a, almost a, like a a potato. Yeah, it kind of was that, but it was a plastic thing. Like this, this was like, it couldn't have been more than a $2 thing. You know what I mean? Like we weren't loaded like you were, but then when I was in like six or seven, maybe eight, Mm -hmm. All my friends and I went, we went as Ghostbusters. Okay. And what happened is I got, my dad got an old, um, oh, what do you call it? Like it's a one piece suit, like mechanics wear. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And, uh, and it was gray. Okay. And so I had that, but then my mom put together 
you know the insides of the wrapping paper for Christmas wrapping paper, yeah. the 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 uh, the, the cardboard tubes. She put a couple of those together and put tin foil on them, and then uh-huh. tin foil on my backpack. Oh, that's creative! So that it looked like I had the the gun. Yeah. And so we were all Ghostbusters, and I remember that not because because it wasn't boughten, because my mom made it and put some heavy heavy work into that. Mm-hmm. And then I show up, and the three friends I was going trick or treating with all had purchased costumes of yeah. ghost like the real ghostbusters it said like you know whatever their name on it because they bought it from target and i was like <laughs> i i was such the poor rat in my friend group so Brian. i'm just thinking what was your favorite when you go back down memory lane brianna what was your favorite costume mine was i was a bag of jelly beans i had a bunch of balloons but it was in the winter of 90 i think one Oh, the snowstorm winter. The snowstorm winter, and I had balloons coming out everywhere. It was just so fun. Yeah, that's a good memory. I like that. What was yours? Uh, if you remember, definitely text or call. So if you said spending money makes you happier, then you are winning. So they say spenders are happier in life, whether it's relationships or work life, and the savers aren't as happy. Really? So you don't want, like, like let's say you're going to go buy a new house, right? Yeah. And you found a way to talk them down $25,000. That doesn't make you instantly happy? Well, it might make you happy, but I'm more talking about, like, the frugal people. The people that save their money instead of oh, experiencing you the, life. You buy the really cheap cereal instead of the yeah. meat cereal. Or you huh? say no to, like, going out with friends because you want to save your money. I mean, yeah. it's always nice to be social, but you know what I think? I think I'm... Like, like in the middle because I like to know that I'm going to be happier down the line with all the money that I put away. Um, But you only live once and you never know when your last day is. So are you a happier spender or saver? Oh, spender all the way. (laughs) You like the retail therapy? My mom loves, that's how she does her days. Like she loves to go shopping. It makes her feel good. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just shop. Keep it for a couple of days, change my mind, return it, but I still feel good because I bought it. <laughs> you, you, you just, what? you figured out the matrix. You broke the matrix, Katie. You made yourself happy Absolutely. and you got your money back. That's pretty brilliant. Exactly. Tony guys got the playoffs of Cat and JJ, and this is Cher, right? Yeah, talking about her favorite age. So she's in her mid 70s. I think 60 is a good age. Why 60 a good age? I don't know because I never stopped for a minute. And I always felt like 20 years younger than my age for some reason. I don't know why. Okay, how about you? What was the best age? You know what? I'm going to say 12. 12, I had no worries except for how early I was going to get to the aquatic center. And we just hung out all day. And I rode my bike everywhere, slept over at friends' houses almost every night. It was Isn't really that good. Also, the year you stole your first car? That was not. That was no. the next year. Next year, 13. So, okay. yeah, I'm going to pick 12. All right. Allison, best year for you? Well, I'm only 30. So okay. I would say 20. 20 years old. Okay. Are you starting to feel 30? Like, is your body starting to, you know, like I, when I got to be 30, I was like, oh, I'm not as fast or strong as I was before. And then I've been fighting it ever since. It really did hit me when hangovers take like an extra day, and then maybe an extra two days. And now I got to really plan out a night out. Yeah, I would I would say I, I've, I've been feeling it definitely in just, you know, the 29, 30 things that, um, I've, you know, I've been trying to do that, you know, I haven't done since high school and definitely feel that I can't do it anymore. Well, yeah. listen, you're just a baby. Wait till 40 hits, and then you're going to feel and look like me, and then uh, the whole world is basically over. <laughs> 
The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 5.30 to 9 on 104.7 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.